1: Afternoon, my conscious co creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Yes, I've been away for a couple of weeks, uh, taking a little vacation for the holidays was away a with family in Israel, and we took a little side trip to Budapest. Uh, for those of you who are connected on Facebook, you probably saw some of those pictures. It was a lot of fun and really very important uh, for everyone, I feel, to take a break sometimes, to just kind of get away from things, give some space in your life, to be able to just you know, not think about the things you usually think about on a daily basis to just give ourselves some space some some time um, and and like an opportunity to integrate all the stuff we usually work on. And so that when we come back, we can see things with new eyes, refreshed and be able to, to come back in a different way. So, um, I hope you enjoyed the replays and, uh, uh, we've got a bunch of new shows coming up from now to the end of the year. And I just want to let everybody know, I think I may have mentioned it before we went away, but maybe not, but we are doing something very special here on the station on December 21st. The, for the winter solstice, we're doing a Talking Alternative Radio Marathon from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. We're going to go all day, 12 hours, um, all different hosts uh, from the station. Um, I'll be doing my regular show that day since it is a Thursday. Um, and uh, except for the regular shows, all the extra shows, all the extra stuff is not going to be recorded. So if you want to catch that, you want to catch it live. So it's very important. I hope you guys will too in. Uh, We're going to have a lot of fun. It'll be open to a lot of people. It'll be great. Okay. Now let's get started with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. And I even got a special quote of the day today because of my special guest. So let's get started. Let's see what the universe and Abraham has for us today. First, from the universe, there is no scorekeeping. Everyone lives each day for himself or herself, no matter what they did. No one owes anything to anyone, no matter what happened. And from this, I hope you most get, is that whatever you do next, you do it for the joy it brings you. Rock on, the universe. Ah, We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding ourselves that it's really ultimately all about us (laughs) though I know that 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 kind of sounds a little weird but really it's how we show up in the world what we do uh, you know how we participate in life it's all for our own enjoyment it's all for our own growth you know it's not about the other person you know it's not about uh what we're doing for other people to other people it's It's what we're here experiencing for ourselves. How are we here developing, growing, enjoying life? You've heard me say it before many times. You can't have a happy ending to an unhappy journey. And that's what we're here to learn, having a happy journey. And to do it, we do it just for the joy of it. You know, when we go for a walk in the park or a walk in the woods or watching the sunset or the sunrise, whatever appeals to you, we do it for the sheer joy of it. So, wonderful quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. When you withdraw your attention from those things that are not pleasing and you put your attention upon those things that are pleasing those pleasing things begin to become more abundant and those not pleasing things become more rare until eventually those not pleasing things cannot be a part of your experience because you have eliminated your attraction factor from your vibration. What you think and what you get always matches. Abraham. A very interesting quote uh, from Abraham, and it's one that I think really goes to the heart of law of attraction. As someone said to me the other day, it's not about running away from something, it's about running towards something. And, you know, so often we put so much energy into, I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this situation. I don't want to be around this person. I don't want to be doing this anymore. And it's all the don'ts in our life. And the more we focus on the don'ts in our life, that's actually taking energy away from the do's in our life. Whereas if we focus more on the do's in our life, I do want to um, hang out with my friends today. I do want to do this kind of work. I do want to support people. I do want to interview amazing guests on my podcast and radio show. I do want to be the kind of person who empowers and uplifts and inspires people. The more we focus on the do instead of the don'ts, the more the things that uplift us and inspire us and and, and, and give more joy to us The more those things start showing up in our lives and and hopefully eventually as we train ourselves and we practice and we do it over and over and over again, that then it will become such a natural part of us that those things that we don't want in our life just aren't there because we've made no room for them in our energy It's all about the things we do want in our life. It's about the experiences we do want in our life. It's about the people we do want in our life. A big thank you to our Facebook viewers on the Facebook live stream today. Ben. Joe, Nick, thank you all. Some, some unusual people. Uh, my, my regular peeps don't come. So anyway, two wonderful quotes from Abraham and from the universe. And because I have such an interesting special guest who I also get, um, I would say, his quotes of the day. Um, which has to do with the cards of the day. And I'll let him explain it, but let's, let me just give you the quote for the day of what we are playing today, and we're all about play today. Today we play the three of hearts and the five of clubs. And the heartfelt passion is flowing. It can be so strong that you don't know how to express all the emotion that you're feeling. What to create with all this energy Plus, you may wonder about the sexual energy that is stirred up inside your loins. It could mean that you have a romantic tryst today. It could also mean that your heart is divided by passion, torn between different possibilities. It's your choice to feel your feelings today for what they are without judgment, which could mean getting extra insight from a third party, like a couple of people on a radio program, uh, to help you triangulate your bearings. Speak out this lovely reality for yourself today. I trust my heart completely. To play your cards right today, remember the advice from Star Wars for the would-be Jedi and trust your feelings. Ah, a wonderful third quote for the day. And I will actually let my guest, I'll, I'll introduce him momentarily, but first... I'll let him talk about what they're all about. So uh, that was an interesting couple of quotes about a couple of cards, the the three of hearts and the, what was the clubs? Club. And the five of clubs. So what was that all about?
3: The uh, quote-unquote ordinary deck of 52 playing cards is actually an ancient book that's been hidden in plain sight, which is, of course, the best place to hide anything. <laughs> Isn't it always? And yet... What we've taken as a game to play poker or go fish or rummy is actually a book of wisdom that shows us the mathematical fabric of reality. Like there are 52 cards in the deck and there are 52 weeks in the year. Yeah. So every week is a different card to play. Every day are different cards to play. And so what you read, Sam, is my daily blog where I'm writing the inspirational message of the cards of the day. For instance, yesterday was the four of hearts. Today is the three of hearts. Right. And it, it moves through in sequential order like that. And what I've found is that as we start to pay attention to the energies that are present each day, we start to notice the magic of the day. We get in harmony with the energies that are already present, but perhaps we're hidden in plain sight
1: yeah wonderful, wonderful. And so let me introduce my wonderful audience to my guest today. This is Alexander Dunlap, and Alexander is a personal transformation coach who empowers you to master your inner game so you shine your brightest light and make your greatest impact. He is the best-selling author of the book "Play Your Cards Right: A Sacred Guide to Life on Earth." He is also the founder of the nonprofit organization Life. Elevated. Alexander has been trained as a Roman Catholic priest, initiated as a Swami in India, and apprenticed to indigenous shamans. He is a Harvard graduate and former Wall Street consultant. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant, Alexander.
3: Well, thanks for having me. Such a pleasure to be here with you.
1: Ah, wonderful having you. And of course, for all the people on my Facebook live stream, if you have any questions throughout the hour for Alexander or myself, please feel free to just type in the comments and I'll read off the questions and we'll answer them for you. And a big shout out to Fred for joining us on the Facebook live stream as well. So you have quite an interesting background, trained as a Roman Catholic Mm -hmm. priest, initiated as a swami,
3: you've worked with shamans, uh, you've done it all. I was looking for answers. It started for me in earnest at age 17. I had grown up Roman Catholic and been forced to go to Catholic school and all of that kind of rigmarole.
1: What was the name of your Catholic school?
3: It was first St. Anthony's. And then Uh it was St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
1: Ah, wonderful. The the local... Go
3: Raiders.
1: (laughs) The the local uh, uh, parochial school in my neighborhood was called Our Lady of Angels, but the joke was there were no angels in that school.
3: (laughs) My schools were actually good schools. It's just that um, the Catholic religion imposed far too many restrictions on me. Mm. That as a grown-up, I've done a lot of deconditioning to unlearn all of that conditioning. Right. Um, but it was in the Roman Catholic context that I had a spiritual awakening. At age 17, I went on a retreat offered by my Catholic high school. And it was from that experience that I set out on my quest to search for answers.
1: What, what was that experience like? Was it the deep meditation, prayer? or No. Uh,
3: well, there was a priest who came to talk to us at the retreat, and his talk really moved me. I went afterwards to go sit with him in what's called a face-to-face confession style. We're just talking like mm-hmm. this. And afterwards, he stood up to pray the traditional prayer, one that I had heard umpteen times growing up. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened, right? Just religious dogma.
2: Right. Not,
3: not this time. Uh-huh. He stood up to pray for me, put his hands on my forehead like this, and the moment that he did, something went whoosh mm-hmm. right through my body from head to toe. It was like a split second flash of water and electricity all at once. And I felt washed clean. And I was actually in tears afterwards. And I knew in that moment that there was something real behind all the religious dogma. Mm. And that set me on my quest. Wow. What is this? What is that that just happened to me? And, uh, you know, needless to say, it led me deep into Christianity at first. Of course, of and, course, because uh, that's where it came to you from. That's where it came to me from. And, and it took in... me a while to distinguish that the experience was its own thing, uh, and that we can have that in any context. But that right. took me a while to figure that out. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And it's really interesting, because I've had many people on my show who have had some kind of a spiritual awakening, and that's really what that was. Mm-hmm. But you don't hear it that often of in, in like a traditional context, right. like right. Roman Catholicism or Judaism or something like that, but it is possible, and I think that's something that's a really valuable lesson for all of us Mm -hmm. to keep in mind, that spiritual awakenings can happen in any context, Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't really judge Mm -hmm. necessarily
3: where someone's coming from, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't stop there, right? That's right. Just being open to what's present.
1: Exactly. Okay. We're going to go out for our first break. When we come back, I I, I want to learn a little bit more about your background, and Mm -hmm. then we'll we'll get into how you discovered this magical uh, uh, book uh, um, uh, that's a guide to our life here Mm -hmm. on Earth, and we'll get all into that. So Mm -hmm. everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Alexander Dunlop, and we'll be right back after these messages.
2: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rat? negative thoughts feelings and conversations got you down hi i'm noreen sumter the potentiator tune in every tuesday 9 to 10 eastern time and listen for new ideas on my show beyond potential live life your way on talkradio.nyc 24 hours a day.
1: and welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity I'm very very pleased you're all here with me welcome on the Facebook live stream to John and Mark uh, additional so again for all our peeps on the Facebook live stream just type in your questions in the comments section and uh, we'll be happy to read them out and if anyone would like to call in and ask a question during the hour the call in number is 877-480-4120 so Alexander so last segment we we kind of just kind of got into the beginnings of your spiritual awakening, um, which came from a Roman Catholic context. Mm-hmm. You obviously studied to become a priest. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: what was it that got you to realize
1: that it was okay to look beyond sort of that dogma?
3: That's a big question. I'll yeah. answer it as quickly as I can, I suppose. It wasn't easy. I'm sure. It really wasn't. I actually was depressed for about a year in oh, wow. my early 20s because I couldn't yet distinguish the experience from the dogma. Ah. And I actually started to think that I had faked the experience, and oh, maybe really? I was all psychosomatic-induced, that kind of thing. Okay. Because I started to realize that the dogma of Christianity was just too narrow and too small, and it was sure. excluding people, it was hurting people. Really? And so it took me a lot of introspection to realize that, as I said before, Having the direct encounter with what we might call source energy or spirit, having that direct encounter can transcend any religious dogma or framework. Right. And I've since, over the years, come to realize that religions are languages. And so oh. we can use the language to speak life, And yet the problem comes in when we confuse the language for the thing itself. It's a language, ah. so we're speaking English to communicate right. with each other, right. but we don't have to speak English. Right. And But unfortunately, people who speak English, like, let's say, Christians, they might say, you have to speak our language, right. or you have no life. Right. And that's false. Right. But it right. took me a while to realize that. Right.
1: Okay. And, and so, how did you? I mean, you, you have a very interesting background. We could probably spend a whole show just on that, but, <laughs> sure. but let, let, let's get to the juicy stuff. All right. How did you find, you know, come upon this, this uh, mm-hmm. amazing wealth of information that you got from a very common something everybody yep. in Western society, at least, and m- yep. most Eastern societies As well, yes. play with? You know, it's a toy for most people, That's
3: right? right? And in China, when I was there, you see people on the streets, they're all playing cards. And we're talking about the regular 52-deck of playing cards. Right. Well, it was at a party in Brooklyn that someone first introduced me to the real meaning of these playing cards. And so I find it very funny that I searched everywhere and I became a swami. <laughs> I worked with shamans, but it was at a party in, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. right, I love I found that. The meaning see, of that's a
1: real New York story. It's at a party in Brooklyn it
3: all happened. That's where I found the meaning of my life. In a deck of playing cards of all places yeah, to find yeah. it. And that just underscores the truth that the what we're looking for is hidden in plain sight. It's yeah. having the eyes to see it. And what this tool does, this deck of cards, as I mentioned before, is it shows us the patterns of energy that are already present Mm. so that we can see them and then interact with them and be conscious in our harmony with them talking about the title of your show right. like conscious co-creation right, right that's what it gives us the ability to do
1: okay and and so like give us some of the basics like why are mm-hmm. the, the cards broken down into four suits as an example
3: Sure well so it's a mirror of our calendar year are okay. 52 cards there's four suits there's four seasons wow. there are 13 cards in each suit from the ace to the king there are 13 weeks in each season. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. When you add up the numbers on the faces of the cards, the ace is worth 1, 2 through 10, jack, queen, king is 11, 12, 13. Let's add them up together. Mm -hmm. 1 plus 2 plus 3, etc. For all the 52, when you add them up, you get 364. Ah. The joker is the 53rd symbol, and he is the fifth element in this four-part system. Right. And his number value is represented as that proportion of five over four. For those of you who love fractions, that's one and one-fourth. Uh-huh. And we put him back in the deck, we get 365 and a quarter. So it's a representation of our calendar year, mm-hmm. the solar year. Mm-hmm. So and in ancient times, it didn't have to have a binding to be called a book. And this is as ancient as anything we know. We don't know exactly yeah. how old it is. But right. in ancient times, it was known as a little book of our life on earth. Ah, it's the book of life. Right. It's the same book of life I've realized that the writers in the Bible were referencing. So it was known in ancient esoteric spiritual societies as this little book of our life that helps us understand the seasons and the cycles of our life on earth. So, now, so, that's the theory of it, but what's, right, in, yeah. what's important for us personally is that based on the numbers of our date of birth— We each have 13 cards to play for life. So it's like a numerology and astrology kind of all mixed together in one meta system. Mm -hmm. Because based on our numbers, we have 13 cards, and Mm -hmm. then we can see our life path. It's like seeing our soul's blueprint when we know our 13 cards to play. Oh. And that's how I found the meaning of my life.
1: Wow, cool. And you said this like goes back to ancient Egypt or older than that? or?
3: Well, when I did the research and I looked into it, if you look at the Sumerian myths in Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. which is the earliest civilization we know, mm. their mythology talks about tablets of destiny. Ah. And that on these tablets of destiny are inscribed the pathway of our life, and that we could have great personal wisdom and power by understanding what's written on these tablets. It bears an uncanny resemblance to later Explanations of the Kabbalists' tool and the Magi, who are the Zoroastrian priests. Mm-hmm. And if you know Kabbalah, Kabbalah mm-hmm. teaches that there are 52 sacred patterns in life.
1: Yeah. Oh, Babum right. baba. 52 <laughs> patterns.
3: Coincidence? Uh, no. All right. All right. Well, no. So it's, it's interwoven in the history of these esoteric traditions as far back as we can see.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Quick shout out welcome Dana, Lee, and Daniel on the Facebook Live live stream. Oh, Daniel, all the way from Peru. Thank you, brother. All right, we have, and no coincidence, we actually have a caller on the line who has a question for you, Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kier, are you there?
3: Yes. Hi, Alexander. Hello.
1: Hi, what's your question? Uh,
3: well, I have
1: i can't, uh, in my relationship life, I've only had one girlfriend. I'm 36 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a nine of diamonds. I'm wow. wondering what's going on with this. How can I I know it's the disappointment card,
3: you know, so what can I do to change my love life? Well, I wouldn't call it that, first of all. And I'm also uh, just want to say that very few people know their cards to play. So that's a wonderful thing that you already know you're born to play, the Nine of Diamonds. It's always how we play our cards. And so our appropriation of the energy our way of engaging the energy is what makes all the difference. That's why it's one thing to know what's in the cards. It's quite another thing to play our cards right. Mm. And so I'd invite you to consider that the last two presidents of our country, Barack Obama and George W. Bush, were both born to play the Nine of Diamonds. It's actually a very powerful card. It doesn't Uh. have to be a card of disappointments. So we can shift the frame of reference, first of all, just to look at the power that's present for you. But then if you know your cards to play, you may know that you have the four of hearts in your life path as your Saturn card. And that would tell us that you're going to learn some lessons through your relationships. Hmm. And so I would encourage you to lean into those lessons and not shy away from them or be afraid of them, which might be unconsciously holding you back from relationships because you might not want to get into the relationship for fear of the lessons that are going to show up for you.
1: Mm, very interesting. Very cool. Does that answer your question, Kier? Yes. Uh, I'm going to have an appointment with you as soon as I uh, <laughs> get uh, the funds to do that. I tried to a couple months ago and I messed up my finances and couldn't do it. So. Okay.
3: Well, have you, had a chance to, on it. have you had a chance to get a copy of my book? Yes. Okay. Awesome.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for calling in, Kier. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Keep listening. Pleasure. Um, so, obviously, one of your fans, he, he already knows his cards. His cards yeah. um, how You actually, on your website, you have a, a thing where people can find mm-hmm. out what their card is. That's
3: right. Right on the homepage of lifeelevated.life which is a nonprofit foundation, there's an orange button right near the top where you can click to find out your birth card. Mm -hmm. So you click that, it'll take you to a page where there's an online app, and you put in your date of birth, and you can get your reading on your birth card.
1: Yeah, and I did that a while ago. Uh, Ta, brother, oh, thank you for all the love on the Facebook live stream. Another person watching from, like, halfway around the world. He's out in, like, Indonesia Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, Great, Um, uh, you know, I can't remember what my card is. I know I put well, it in, but I did actually, hint, hint, we did a little setup. So do you remember what my
3: birth card is? I do, based on your date of birth. You are born to play the Six of Diamonds. Ah, Six
1: of Diamonds. Okay. Well, you know what we're going to do? Um, maybe we'll go out to our, our next break a little early. And when we'll come back, Alexander has agreed to do a, kind of a little sample reading for me. So this will give you guys an idea of kind of... How, to, uh, uh, how you can really use this stuff to your advantage and how much information and wisdom there really is in understanding your cards and how to play them. So um, let's do that. Oh, thank you, Todd, my brother. He says, sending love from Thailand. So you've got a fan out in Thailand, thank Alexander. Um, so let's take a break, and we'll be right back after these messages.
2: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
3: If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture. Then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com.
2: Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
1: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, awakening humanity. We're talking this hour with Alexander Dunlop, a card king, <laughs> in one form or another, who who wrote the book uh, "Play Your Cards Right: A Sacred Guide to Life on Earth." Mm-hmm. And so I had asked uh, Alexander before the show if, a uh, kind of a way to introduce you to his work and and sort of what he does. To, to, to kind of give me like a mini reading here on the show well, you guys will learn a little bit more about me I'll learn about myself and you'll see how Alex kind of does his thing which is really really fascinating you know I've known Alexander for years now mm-hmm. um, uh, actually one of our practitioners here at Double Diamond Wellness Dr. Mm-hmm. Millie Lytle mm-hmm. um, she works with him quite a bit she, she, she loves him so you know it's always a, a pleasure to have a homegrown uh, 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 practitioner around who does such interesting work so uh gave you my birthday before the
3: show i'm yes, a six of diamonds that's right what does that mean it means a lot oh boy a lot of possible things so okay so this is the card of the six of diamonds this, again it's a regular deck of cards but there's so much wisdom embedded in this and hidden in this it was hidden mm-hmm. in plain sight right so if we remove and put it here if we remove right. the six is there you see this symbolism of two straight lines right it's very interesting when you, you don't even really look at it when they have the numbers there that was one of the ways in which it was hidden in plain sight ah. this is sacred geometry mm-hmm. and so these two straight lines represent your primary energy pattern the suit of diamonds is the material layers of life anything we can okay. see taste touch or smell clubs is the mind, hearts is the heart and space represents consciousness. So playing the six of diamonds as your primary energy, you're here to put what matters most into alignment. Oh, the material layers, the matter of life. Okay, your game is to align the material layers of life to put that into alignment. Got it. Now, you could be too rigid about that and mm-hmm. too inflexible and too insistent, even a kind of a bully. Mm-hmm. Or you might kind of flop around and be too lackadaisical. Right, right? Right. You want to find the sweet spot where mm-hmm. you are flexibly aligned and bringing alignment
2: mm-hmm. in an
3: even and balanced way without mm-hmm. trying to push it too hard. Right. right? right. So what that means is, Making enough space for the energy to flow. You see how there's kind of like a funnel in between? Right. What can happen is having too narrow of a perspective. It's very Ah. important for you to broaden your perspective. Okay. Which you're doing by having me on your show, (laughs) etc. Yeah. So that you have as wide of a perspective as possible to create as strong a foundation as possible. Right. We can think of these two straight lines as almost like a skyscraper
2: reaching uh, up to the sky.
3: okay, And you want to have this solid foundation so that you can reach up as high as possible. Right. And you want to be flexible in how you build this because you don't want to get suddenly knocked over when an earthquake comes.
1: Right, right, right. When you're inflexible and there's a strong wind, it you snaps blo- the tree. Exactly. But it, the, the, the trees that bend with the wind survive
3: that's right so this is your game in life is to bring this mm. alignment in what matters most so whatever mm. matters most to you mm. it's very important to you that you bring it into alignment right, right? and it could mean social justice as well right. it could mean financially right. it could mean physically I've yeah. met a lot of chiropractors who play this energy ah. right? bringing the physical body into alignment okay. health and nutrition getting right. our health our physical health and alignment. These would all be things that are very important to you and that you have a natural gift to do when you're playing your cards right. Oh,
1: interesting. And I I take it then that that's also the the lesson I'm
3: here to learn and to teach. Well, that's right, is how do we properly get into alignment? What does that really look like? So that we're not kind of either stuck in a rut Right. which is a false kind of alignment, uh-huh. or we're being too rigid and too insistent, trying to force others to get into our way of doing things. Right, but right. we're finding a flexible, big enough perspective right. to create alignment for everyone and show right. others through your own example. Right. So at your best, you mirror this example to others of what it looks like to be in alignment.
1: Ah, Cool. Cool.
3: So people would, from your energy field, because these are energy patterns. Right. So like we say, a dog smells fear. We're mm-hmm. actually all aware of each other's energy all mm-hmm. the time. So when you show up and you're playing your cards right, people will automatically get a whiff of what it looks like to be in alignment. Right. And right. you bring that energy with you.
1: Very cool. Very cool. I like to like to think I'm working on that all the time.
3: Is alignment an important word for you?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah 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 and and it it's become more important over the years of alignment of you know not just you know what i'm doing but how i'm doing it mm-hmm. and and you know having discernment mm-hmm. of of you can do <clears throat> the right thing for the wrong reason right. and it's, it still doesn't work out That's right, right. And so the, the more that we do things
3: for the right reasons, the more things work out. It's being aligned at every step of the process. Right, right. Now, I'll tell you something interesting. Of course, these are archetypes, and they can be played right. any way that we choose. Right. Stephen Colbert is born to play the same card.
1: Oh, okay. And
3: what's interesting about the six of diamonds is that it has as a gift the three of spades that I'm holding up now. Uh-huh. This is like the sole gift, Okay. So when you're welcoming your gift into your life, you have like a channel of consciousness. Ah. Spades is consciousness, and the three is like an antenna. And that means you can download and receive new consciousness. It makes you like an artist. Uh It means that you are innovative and you can Mm -hmm. channel a new direction, let's say. And it's often a card that's associated with artists or with performers. Oh, interesting. Because you are kind of downloading this yes. new consciousness. Yes. And you can, in effect, become the consciousness of the people who you're sharing your alignment with. Right? Ah. And at his best, Stephen Colbert does that, too. He has a consciousness that he shares to bring us into alignment. Right. That's what you're doing on your radio show as well.
1: Yes. Yes, hence the Conscious Consultant. Exactly. <laughs> very beautiful. Oh, wow, thank you, Alexander. You're welcome. Very, very uh, insightful and very true. I mean, I, it really resonates with me, all that you've
3: said. Yeah, no, thank you. And what I often hear from my clients is it might not be anything they didn't already know. Right. But by hearing it in this language, it helps to validate what we are and what we're doing so then we can rest more assured in ourselves and be more confident and more clear Right. and how it's almost like people have told me it's like going to the eye doctor and having the glasses mm, tweaked a little bit so you can see a little sharper, sharper a little clearer.
1: Right. Yeah I actually recently had to get a new pair of glasses because <laughs> my old glasses broke and it was like oh now I can see amazing.
3: Right so it gives us this clear lens to see exactly what are the patterns that are already present in our lives. Right
1: it's not that there's anything that's not there already right. it's just this helps to reveal it right. using a certain language that's like right. you were talking about religion before being a language That's which right. is a very interesting way to think of it um that it, it's a new language like astr- the same way astrology exactly. is a language for understanding yep. same way hand analysis That's is right. a language the same way uh, human design is That's a right. language
3: right right this is a mathematical symbolic language that was imprinted on cardstock and hidden in plain yeah. sight
1: Wow, wow, beautiful, beautiful. Now, you recently wrote a book all about mm-hmm. this called um, Play Your Cards Right, mm-hmm. A Sacred Guide to Life on Earth. I did. So t- tell us a little bit about the book. Like, What can somebody expect? You got a...
3: I do. I have an image of image it here. Image? This is from Amazon, if you can see got that. A
1: little closer, a little closer, a little closer. There we go. That's it. Play Your Cards Right. You can find it right on Amazon. I put a link into the uh, right to the, the book on Amazon mm-hmm. on our on the uh, newsletter, which if you didn't get our newsletter, go to talkradio.nyc, sign up for the newsletter, and uh, it'll be in the post when we post the, the podcast.
3: Yes, thank you. So I'm really excited about this book. It took me five years of research and writing to put together, and I was thrilled when it first came out. It went to number one on Amazon's hot oh, new Oh, congratulations. Release list. Thank you. And it's gotten great reviews. At the moment, it has 27 five-star reviews on Amazon. So I'm thrilled that people are um, enjoying the content and finding it so helpful in their lives. Because that's the idea is it's wonderful, this theory of the cards, but it's how does it really help us? How does the rubber hit the road? And as I shared, it changed my life to find out my cards to play.
1: What are your cards?
3: So my birth card is the Nine of Hearts. Nine of Hearts. So transcendent love, Ah. big love, feeling things to the nines, Ah. which didn't play well as a little boy on the (laughs) playground. I was the sensitive boy, (laughs) and I didn't like that about myself. So finding my cards to play helped validate uh, the game that I've chosen to play as a soul, Mm. and help me unlock that power from within myself. Mm. And that's what I hope to do in the book is to show people that it's okay to be who you are. So that we're not trying to be someone other than who we came here to be. Right, right. That we're not
1: trying to be society's interpretation of us. We're not trying to be what our parents want of us. We're trying to be just authentically
3: Mm -hmm. who we are. That's right. And it's like our soul's blueprint for this life so we can see this template now in these cards to play and I lay it out in the book so you can read all 13 of your cards in your life path and so now we have the template so we can see clearly we can adjust the vision of our seeing of ourselves and then slowly but surely start to accept ourselves for who we are and in that is the freedom and the liberation
1: wow wow so so I know you said you got twenty seven five star reviews, yeah. but can you give us an idea of like uh, like some of the things people have said about the book like how has
3: it helped them sure uh trying to think of any of the specific reviews uh, I'm thinking of one gentleman who said that everything just started to fall into place in his mm. life as it started to sink in, just he found himself kind of Falling into alignment in his life. Oh. Um, some other reviews focus on the fact that people feel like this book is the best book on the subject. There are a oh, few wow. other books written about the real meaning of the playing cards. Okay. A lot of folks have written in that they thought my book was the best book. Oh, uh, I'll take some credit nice. for that. Nice. So that's they're excited about my interpretations of the cards and how I break it down and how I show people the real meaning of these cards so then they can right. apply them in their lives.
1: Right. So, so in the studio here, we had a question before we got started and we mentioned about cards. Rob, Rob our trusty engineer, was like, oh, you mean tarot cards. Right. And, and no, you said, well, this is just the plain deck this of, is, of is, playing yeah. cards, but it is related to tarot cards, aren't they?
3: Well, again, we're talking about the 52 deck of cards, and right. it's a very interesting question that I often get. And what I, the conclusion that I've come to, long story short, Mm -hmm. is that they are two independent books. Oh,
1: it's a different book.
3: It's a different book. Ah. And just like this book represents the mathematical matrix of our solar system, Mm -hmm. what I believe is that the Tarot book represents the mathematical matrix of a different solar system. So it's extraterrestrial. Oh, really? And it's been imported here. And of course, we can use it to do divination. Ah. But there's. Similar in the fact, and the, they're related in the fact that they're both books that represent the fabric of our reality. Wow. It's just that the Tarot book represents a different planetary system. So it's extraterrestrial wisdom,
1: actually. Oh, interesting.
3: That's interesting. what I believe. Yeah, now, you
1: know, the the question always comes down, because this is so old, and like you said, mm-hmm. you've gone back to, like, ancient Mesopotamia and Sumeria, mm-hmm. like, how did... People in ancient times figure this all out. That's a
3: great question. In the Sumerian myths, they don't claim to have originated the tablets of destiny, Ah. they claim that they received them from their gods.
1: Ah, okay. So
3: it was given. As far back as we look mm-hmm. in our history, this knowledge was given, given as a gift of the gods.
1: Yeah. And I know there are many people who have written about ancient Samaria, like Zachariah Stitchin, mm-hmm. um, who who has a very interesting interpretation of the myths, mm-hmm. of how they're... they're v- uh, you know he, he kind of shows in many different ways how it's probably very extraterrestrial mm-hmm. in origin yes though there are some people who say he did a lot of reaching with his theories i i personally find that even if he did do some reaching that uh it, there's still some very curious things there yes okay wonderful um wow believe it or not it's time to take our last commercial break of the show see like goes, it goes so fast the show and I have such interesting guests I'm having fun so so when we come back let's um just talk about how people work with you a little bit and what the future holds for sure. alexander dunlap okay Thank you. so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity and we'll be right back after these messages
2: you're listening to the talking alternative network Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. TalkingAlternative.com.
1: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant, Our Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Alexander Dunlop, author of the book Play Your Cards Right, A Sacred Guide to Life on Earth, available on Amazon and all kinds of great places. <laughs> um so, so uh, uh, I imagine you know you've you've gotten all this knowledge. You 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 have a real affinity for 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 this kind of language, as we said. Mm-hmm. How do you work with people? Uh, you know, when someone comes mm-hmm. to you and you know, okay, I know my card, my path, but like you you actually help people as like a life
3: guide, don't you? I do, and so it's often incredibly healing for us just to find out our cards to play in the first mm-hmm. place, and sometimes. I see people break down in tears just to be recognized, uh, like, oh, yes, that is me. That after uh, all, all this time, yes, thank you. So that's sometimes very healing. And then it is different, though, to put that into play in our lives and actually start to lean the weight of our choices mm. on this self awareness. Mm. And so that as I mentioned before, it's for myself and for my clients, it's a deconditioning. It's a peeling back all the layers mm. that have built upon us that have told us how to be the best version of ourselves. Mm. Whether we heard it in our house or our religion, school. So what I do with my clients is I take them through a process of inner transformation okay. to peel away these layers, to get down to the core of who we are mm-hmm. based on this template that we have from this book of life. Right. And so it's a profound inner transformation process, mm-hmm. and it involves a lot of clearing of belief work, the mm-hmm. b- limiting beliefs, of, mm-hmm. and the thought patterns of who we think we are. So I'm often giving my clients mantras and affirmations that are specific to them for their cards to play. Mm. And I'm also doing energy healing work to clear the energy that's cluttering their field so they can be clear, so then they can start to play their cards right.
1: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And and do you teach others, like, how to do what you do? I do. I do. And I'm very
3: excited about this. I actually just posted two classes on my website that people can download and watch on demand Mm -hmm. because I love teaching people about this system of knowledge. I want everyone to know about this. Yeah, why not? Why not? Let's all know how to read our cards so we can all be in harmony with ourselves, and then we can create relationships of harmony where we support each other to play our cards right. right. And my vision is that we have a society where children grow up knowing their soul's blueprint. Ah, ah. We, we wouldn't have identity crises right. and other problems like that.
1: Speaking of which, you have a couple of kids, don't you? I do. And, and have you told them what their cards are? The, and I
3: have, and they love it. My yeah. daughter is 11. My son is 10. And it was very cute, especially when my daughter was like 7, 8, 9. We'd be on the playground. I'd be talking to another parent and she'd run over and tug on my sleeve. Daddy, daddy, tell them their cards to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be kids. Like, Sweetheart, we're just talking right now. Yeah. Uh, she loves it and wow, she has my book and good. she actually brought it into her class and she had her teacher read it. Um, it's so oh, helpful wow, for them. It's great. It's really helpful for them to know themselves through this language and for me as a parent because yeah. then i can support them to play their cards right
1: right now. so then you don't put sort of your stuff on them you yes. know what they should be for themselves yes. and that's you know one of the things that I, I i think a lot of people kind of miss about all these different mm-hmm. systems whether it's you know the cards astrology mm-hmm. human design whatever like they're great keys for mm-hmm. dealing with our children yes. to to help them to be the best version of themselves instead yes. of what what we think they should be that's right yeah. yeah oh that's Absolutely. wonderful so that's great so the family really supports you in this
3: and they love it and so right. uh, so to answer your question i do have classes where i'm teaching other people The meaning of the suits, Mm -hmm. the meaning of all 13 numbers, and then the meaning of the life path and how to read the life path and how to put all the pieces together to do their own interpreting of their life.
1: So, now, I mean, we all have sort of a life path, but now, like like I read in the beginning, you know, there are cards for each day during the year.
3: Um, you know, how does, like, a life path interact with, like, a daily card? That's a great question. So, like, for instance, the planetary card is the three of hearts today, and that's for everyone on right. this date. Okay. But let's say you were born to play the three of hearts. Right. Well, first of all, it would be your birthday today. Ah. And... Whenever it's your birth card is the card of the day, mm-hmm. there's a harmony that happens, and I have found that we get a oh. wish fulfillment, which is very interesting that when we have a birthday cake, we make a oh. wish, and blow out the candle, because it's like a portal opens, and we're in alignment oh. with the planetary energy, and we get a okay. wish fulfillment. On the other hand, let's say the three of hearts is the Saturn card in your life path, which is the sixth card in your life. Mm -hmm. And that's actually for the six of spades. I do have it memorized, Rob. (laughs) So if someone who's born to play the six of spades, they would experience today as a challenging day. Ah. because it's a lesson for them to learn about the three of hearts. Right. So it would change for each person, as you mentioned, based on the, our own life path, right. how we interact with the energy of the day.
1: Right. And, and so do the cards, like, is it... You know, start January first is the ace of something, and follow the suits, or does it start the king? Like, like how does it uh, how does it uh, progress throughout the year?
3: Well, that's a good question. It's a little more complicated. It okay. does start with the king of spades on January first, okay. and then it does go down the suits. Okay, um, spades, diamonds, clubs, hearts is the okay. order. Ah, but when okay. we get to the end of the month and we mm-hmm. start a new month, we start over and re- as sort of restart as it were it gets uh-huh. a little more complicated but for instance february first is the jack of spades and then it goes downward from there
1: ah and okay. then march
3: first is the nine of spades and then it goes down from there and okay. so on throughout the year so we don't actually get to the heart cards until the very end of the calendar year
1: oh really
3: which in my opinion is the real reason for the season it's the only time of the year that we have all thirteen heart cards. And so we call it the season of the heart. Okay. And every religion that in the Western world has made a holiday mm-hmm. around this time. Mm-hmm. But it's right. actually because the underlying energies are all heart based.
1: Yeah. I see. I see. So Hanukkah, Christmas, exactly. all that stuff.
3: It's the season of the heart.
1: Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Very cool. So it it's 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 Oh, right. So the 30 days, in a, or you know, anywhere from 28 to 31 days in a month, so it, you're going to go through 52 cards several times throughout the year. For, and
3: some, right, some right, of them repeat more than others. Ah. Some cards only happen once. Okay. Like the King of Spades only happens one day of the year. But like the King of Clubs happens 10 times in the year.
1: Oh, wow,
3: wow. So the King of Spades as a birth card is very rare
1: okay and and as you mentioned before there's also the joker does the joker show up at all during the year is that april Joker Fool's? is december 31st <laughs> oh december 31st is the day of the
3: fool the day of the joker oh interesting so Very we play cool. the fool on new year's eve
1: uh-huh. i wonder everyone gets drunk <laughs> huh <laughs> wonderful excellent excellent so what does the future hold for
3: alexander Dunlop?
1: What are you working on now that you've got the book out? I'm
3: working on some self-study programs so people can go more in depth. Um, Like the gentleman who called in earlier and uh, was asking about his cards to play, I'm creating some self-study programs for people to read more in depth their cards to play and to have coaching exercises that they can do on their own. Mm. So I'm creating those self-study programs. And then I just put up some classes. So I'm teaching more classes as well. All
1: right, great. And do you do any live classes?
3: I do. I do. But I also put up the recorded classes because people ask me for them. Is there anything we can just download? And so I put those up. And then I'll be doing some more live classes probably early spring.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. And, and again, if people want to find out more about you and more about all this work, what's the website? Where do they go to find you? They
3: go to lifeelevated.life
1: lifeelevated.life oh mm-hmm. not dot com. Dot oh, life okay. it's
3: about dot life. life
1: yeah oh that's great i love that i love that and they can find out all about they can look up their birth, the birth card, card, card there
3: and they can find the book there they can find the classes there they can read my story there absolutely. i also have a lot of free resources there yes and i'm very active on social media putting out cards of the day and yes. images of the day um, so you get a lot of resources there
1: absolutely absolutely okay wonderful well alexander i really want to thank you for taking the time to come into studio today it was a pleasure having you mm-hmm. here i'm glad we got got to do this face-to-face instead yes. of over the phone so pleasure
3: we, thank you so much
1: you're quite welcome you're quite welcome and so just a couple of things to talk about before we we end up the show um so as I mentioned at the top of the hour, I wanted to uh, let everybody know that really December 21st, which is the winter solstice, shortest day of the year, we're doing um, a radio marathon here, talking alternative. It's the first time that we've ever done it. And we're going to be setting up a GoFundMe campaign because we're going to try and and raise some money, like you know, like the Jerry Lewis Marathon type things. I raised it for, uh, um, uh, you know, for, for uh, uh, a cause. We're trying to raise it to help get some new equipment here. You know, some of people may have noticed that, like, there's some bleed over on the phone lines because of a local radio station with too much power out, putting out the, the, it bleeds over in a phone line. So we need some new equipment to fix that. We'd like to get, you know, some more stuff so that we can better serve you. So we're really asking for people to help spread the word about talkradio.nyc you know if you enjoy listening to us, if you like the shows, we've got new shows coming up. I'm actually very very pleased to announce I just met with a lovely young woman uh, yesterday who's going to be joining the station starting December 14th and she's going to take the slot right before my show from 11 to 12 on Thursdays so I hope you will tune in for her show. Her name's Elizabeth Tripp and And we we have yet to come up with a name for her show, but we'll announce that very shortly. And again, to to learn all about this and more, make sure you go to our website and sign up for the newsletter. Just go to talkradio.nyc. Right at the top there, you can put in your email address and click subscribe. So this way you can hear all about that and um i had announced previously about larry sharp returning to uh the network and he's you know had to put it off because of his campaign of running for governor under the libertarian ticket for new york state so he you know he's a busy guy so so he's had to put off starting his show a bit but he will um uh be uh, starting, uh, right now we're shooting for the 13th. So actually the week, uh, December 13th and 14th, we'll have a couple of new shows. So I hope you will, um, join us then. So, um, and, and we do have some replays and new shows coming up, uh, following, uh, myself, there's Oscar Nordstrom show, uh, uh, off the beaten path. Um, it's a replay. He's gonna, he's taking a little bit of a break, but he'll be coming back next year, followed by a brand new episode of Kai Cole Show, uh, our daily magic. Uh, she's uh, got a guest on today, uh, GP Walsh, followed by Is It Plugged In with Adam Weinberg. Uh, He's also, it's a replay. He's taking a little bit of break until January. He'll be back uh, first week of January with new new live shows. And, of course, tomorrow, Friday's In the No. 420. Uh, uh, Follow me Friday with Joan and Priya and Tony Martinetti, Nonprofit Radio. Make sure you stay tuned for all of that. Thank all of you for tuning in, whether it's on the Facebook live stream or on talkradio.nyc. I love you all. We'll talk to you next week.
2: to connect with. Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey all you crazy listeners.
2: listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.